here we are once again. You yep. turned off my mic again. <laughs> I I do it because I care. Dude, he was talking crap about me. Like, how come Ken's not talking? He's supposed to lead the show, yeah, and it, then it I might, don't hear anything. Be, uh, he yeah. turned off my mic. This is. This 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 has happened like three times in the past four it's weeks. It's so hard to coordinate buttons sometimes. It might yeah. be a Freudian slip. He yeah. just doesn't want to hear you talk. Though. Yeah, but, but but it's easy to talk crap about me right to my face. Wow. <laughs> I'm sitting right here. Well, okay, okay. So what are we gonna talk about? There's a lot of stuff happening in news. Well, you, you got ten minutes. Give, give me yeah, yeah. election election <laughs> yeah. in France, which I know nothing about. I would ask my f- French friend, but he's in Japan right now, so mm-hmm. I have no idea about well, that. Well, I mean, Marine Le Pen is uh, the daughter of the creator of this political party called the National Front. It is a white nationalist party. I guess they had actual skinheads and stuff like that in the group back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, their values are anti-immigration. You know. Um, Hi, Ryan. Mm. Thanks for joining us. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Anti-immigration and you know Noosh, stuff like that. They're white. needs you, Ryan. They're white nationalists, and yeah. uh, I mean, Marine Le Pen admittedly did clean up the party, got rid of a lot of the more radical people, but the group is still an anti-immigration, yeah. you know, nationalist sort of party. Yeah. And she, in the first round of the French elections, she won the highest number of votes. Mm-hmm. So, happened. are they still having a runoff? No, it's not a runoff. It's the French elections are in two rounds. Oh, so okay. it's basically you vote for who you want, mm. and then the ne- the two of those people move on to the next round, and then they vote between those two people. Mm. It, it's actually a much better form of democracy than what we. I was going to say, I think yeah. we should yeah. have. I think that we should here. have that here. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. I mean, there's actually a really great video that talks about that form of democracy allows people to vote for who they want to vote for, like a Bernie Sanders, a Jill Stein, whatever. And if that person doesn't win first round, then you can still vote for the right person yeah. or mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. the other person I think that can. would be better yeah. because, because a, a one against one is way easier because of the non-variables that come out there which came out in this past election in America so well, I mean you know why that will never happen in America uh, this is actually a great topic for an episode money. one day <laughs> it's because no it's speci- well I mean it is money but the greater problem is that we have two parties and the thing is the French form of democracy that actually creates the ability for more than two parties to to have power however the form of democracy that we have it it basically creates a situation where it boils down to two parties yeah but they would never give up their power but you have to remember it it wasn't always two parties so well there was no parties eventually but i mean but what what, no it's not about the two specific parties Mm -hmm. republican and democrat it's that there's always Always a a shift towards two camps two sides yeah in the form of democracy that we have. I, I, I really don't know. That, oh, our form of democracy is called first past the post. That's what it's called. And I can't remember the one, what, what the French one's called, but that's, that's the problem. It, you have two parties and they have no reason to create a more diverse mm-hmm. democracy. Anyway, this is supposed to be funny. Ken, give me something. Give you something? Yeah. Well, okay. Courtney, what do you got? Yes. Um... Nothing. We were just randomly talking about. No, 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 no. We were talking about uh, you talking about that freeway accident you yeah. just had, and it just reminded me yeah. of that story where the guy was driving on the five south, and he drove so fast, weaving in and out of traffic, and then he hit something, and then his body flew out and hit the the freeway sign. Right. Yeah. No, that was crazy. We were actually on websites at work looking at the trajectory of it, and like we were looking up science articles about <laughs> yeah, if is this like, possible? Hypotenuse, the angle, no to get the arc. to get launched from a subcompact yeah. car, come out the window, and he's vaulted fifteen feet in the air and hit the sign, and that's where his body was. 
How does that happen? That's like the be- that, that's why that's why you should love science at that point because you you will know how that how fast you have to do it to like go straight into the freeway the- sign. Dude, freeway sign. That's incredible. We saw dude, I drive past that sign every day. That thing's so high. Wait, wait. I thought this happened in Colorado. No, Colorado Boulevard. Oh, Colorado Boulevard. Is it Boulevard? Oh man. Avenue Boulevard. For what when that big last year what we were talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was like Colorado or somewhere around it's, there. It's, it's where uh, it's the main place where you get off the freeway to go to Glendale on the five. So it's it's okay. well known. It's uh, it it. I think at that point of the day, it was actually pretty stuck. It was a uh, a lot of traffic, normal morning traffic, and the guy just wow. somehow weaved in and out of traffic. <laughs> you know, it, it takes a lot of creativity to get your car moving to a fast enough speed. Mm in traffic yeah. to be able to launch I, yourself. I think he was driving on the shoulder too and huh. um, that shoulder area is not very big. I think he yeah. he lost control of it and just launched himself out, out of the car through the windshield. So up into the that, that's great, dude. Man, I can't launch monkeys up there like that. <laughs> I don't know why I launch monkeys, but you know what I mean. It's 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 an impossible task. It's like it, it's superhuman that that happened. He had he had so much potential. He could have been the guy who solved our rocket problem? He knew how fast to go to, you know. It's, it's like that. Um, what was Ryan talking about last week with the with the manhole cover? Yeah, <laughs> he could have been space launch manhole cover. Launch this guy. Been the guy who created an entire industry of manhole covers <laughs> being sent into orbit. But you know, excellent, excellent. Yeah, could have, would have, should have. Yeah. By, <laughs> by the way, I mean, uh, you know, the reason Ryan can't be here today is because the car. No, you know, he he got a tattoo and he's a baby about it and he's just <laughs> crying and crying about this tattoo and how much it hurt you know ryan you know how he is he's, he's oh really he's always like that. i thought you, yeah. i thought you, he's, uh, he has very sensitive skin he doesn't like to talk uh, about i thought you're much. the only person that could make him cry i've never made ryan cry in his life as far as you know as far I, as you know you may have done something and he went back and curled up in the fetal yeah, position and just started off. like bawling you pissed him off so much he just went to the back and started crying I, I don't want to live in a world. That's why he never true. invites you to go to the bathroom with him. He's in the bathroom crying. <laughs> Ken. <laughs> Wait, what did I, what did I say? He said, Ken was like, earlier today, Ken was like, um, I have to go to the bathroom. And my response was, wait for me. Wait for me. Yeah, wait wait for me. Wait for me. <laughs> it's, it's like, you know, you always hear the common thing. It's like the ladies go to the bathroom and it's like, oh, oh, I'll go with you to the powder room. Well, it's nice to have company, you know. Is it? Is it really? No. <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of really. weird as a point, really, douche. Not really, but you know. You know, whatever. But uh, <laughs> is that all time. you guys? Is uh, it all you guys? Oh, man, you, I felt you guys had so many more stories. Dude, we have tons of stories. It just you gotta facilitate after a while, man. There's a lot of stuff up here. I need like something to someone to help me filter it out. Oh, sift it out. There's a there's too much stuff going up there. Well, I mean, I so I I, I have to like basically hold it for you and like. Dude, I'm like to, I'm like stuttering stuttering john melendez man like, <laughs> like like i think faster than i could speak it's 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 a freaking illness man well that's good i mean that that'll give us content at least content yeah well um all right if you guys uh have nothing to share i'll go ahead and uh let us start the show here we go get ready
Hi guys, welcome back to the Toro Roundup, and uh, this is uh, Kicking Ken. We're gonna talk a little bit about the women's uh, soccer season coming to an end. We're gonna probably Ooh, dog. <laughs> Don't do that. That's my line, you Jack. <laughs> I was trying. To, I was trying to, you know, go along with the flow. Yeah, yeah, but we're not a sports show. We're not. Well, we're, not. we're also not a cowboy sports show. <laughs> that right. wasn't a cowboy accent. That was just cowboy. some guy that it was really into sports. Kind of, it did sound kind of southern. Yeah, it sounded like a cowboy. Not even, yeah, like a... Because you're like, woo, doggy. No, I do <laughs> have... I said woo, doggy. No, I, I do have a southern... I, one time I was talking to someone that was fixing the computers like at the old company I was working at, and occasionally like this, the southern twang comes out. So he asked me, hey, where are you from? I'm like, I'm from L.A., like born and raised there, yeah. Why do you have a southern accent? <laughs> I thought you were from like the Midwest or like the South. It's like it it comes. See, out I always think that I don't have an accent, but of course I do to other people who are not familiar. But I really think that so- at least Southern California doesn't yeah. really. It's very yeah. flat. There's yeah. no real. There's no discernible I mean, uh, accent. Really quick, hold on a sec. Introduce yourselves, and then <laughs> we will continue this. Uh, Hi, Courtney. Uh, I don't know why I waved because like anyone can see me. Yeah. But well, I appreciate the wave. It's just it like an a, instinct. Like it was hi. a very cute wave. Yeah. So yeah, I there like it. Um, also, Danusha Kumar Singha here. I, I'm I'm trying to get them into the practice of introducing <laughs> the show, and I realized that you know, I mean, I'm going back to the whole thing of just all right. I gotta, I gotta structure this thing, guys. We're we gotta introduce ourselves. So we can't lose <laughs> format. Um, what about the? Oh, okay. So, right, so. Um, the game that we've been made to play. Forced uh, <laughs> against their will. Sounds and like will it. be continuing to force um, against sounds their like will. So the only thing that I could come up with at this moment was um, Tiny Toon Adventures. Oh, I love, <laughs> love that show. Yes. Still kind of do. I hope I know who I'm going to be. And I hope that I'm right about who you're going to select for me. Because I know already. Well, who popped into my mind? Wait, wait, should I guess first or do you want uh, me to... You can go ahead and guess. Do you think it'd be good if I do that? Yeah, go for it. I think that she's going to say that I'm Plucky Duck. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> There's no way I'm not Plucky Duck. It is so... He is Plucky yeah. Duck. I, yeah, I'm totally Plucky <laughs> Duck. Ducky go down the <laughs> hole. Elevator go up, elevator go down. You don't push the button. I push the button. <laughs> you are... Dude, you are Plucky Duck. Because yeah. you're, you're, like, you're very plucky. You're yeah. plucky. <laughs> Actually, the funniest thing is the references we made are to not even Plucky Duck. It's Baby Plucky Duck. Yeah, Baby Plucky yeah. Duck. That's true. He was much no, funnier. No, but when he gets older, too, I think you're still yeah. very much Plucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. When, and all go right, on. Plucky Duck. Um, Ken, I'm going to say right now, I'll have to, because I didn't, I didn't, this just came into my head. <laughs> okay. So, but for now, I'll, I'll just say um, Buster. I really? Think, Why I Buster? Think Buster. Okay. I don't know. I think, well, who do you think you would be? Let's just let's make this a group thing. Okay. You guys tell me. So I gave I gave you the show, and then you tell well, me who you remember think who you, are. you were gonna say, and then we'll guess, and then you'll. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. I didn't really have. That's what I'm, oh, okay. right now. I'm just saying Buster. Okay. So that's what I would say. But what, well, what do you think? I was thinking. Think? I was thinking Hampton the pig. Hampton. I can, I can. I can see that a little bit. But I mean, you're cooler than Hampton, though. Yeah. I'm that's like in, I'm like in between those two. You, you know who you are. Dude? Buster's you're... too cool for me. <laughs> He's too cool. <laughs> Maybe you're like, uh, you know, well, no, he's kind of nerdy. I was going to say the Wile Coyote's, uh, you know, the little version of Wile yeah. Coyote. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Calamity Coyote. But I think he's nerdy, though. He's like a gadget guy. Yeah. Um, oh, he's uh, a, are you a gadget guy? No, that, no. That, 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 that's one of our other friends, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of. I don't I'm, try, I'm trying to remember the other characters, you know, but. 
hard. Well, what, yeah. what about yourself? Um, I don't think that I'm really like her, but she was my favorite as a kid, so I'll just go with her. <laughs> I really liked Elmira. <laughs> wow. <laughs> really? Okay, I'll say this. I, I did not expect that because nobody like, says Elmira. Yeah. I liked Elmira when I was, like, I had a nightgown with her on my nightgown. Like, I liked but, Elmira. Um, what about her did you like? Because Elmira was always supposed to be she annoying. Was too, yeah, annoying and smothering, yeah. which I am I, totally not that. At least I don't think I am. Um, but I don't know. I just I just liked her. <laughs> There's no I have no real reason for it. Yeah, oh. I, she's the only one of those characters also who had a post Tiny Toons career because she became the person who owned Pinky and the Brain in the Pinky and the Brain. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's such a weird thing, by the way. When you think about it, the character from Tiny Toons and characters from Animaniacs. Yeah. came into one show together. It, it was it was the same company. I think well, WB was doing both shows it's at true. the time. Yeah, no, they it's were. Because there's yeah. always Tiny Teen Adventures and Animaniacs right yeah. after. Yeah. So Oh, the days after school. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the good days of actual American all animation. I wanted to know, yeah. All I wanted to know is why are human kids going into school like filled with like, like talking animals? Well, I mean. Why you wouldn't also... you want to go to school with talking animals is I think the question. Elmer Fudd also lives in a world where he talks to rabbits. Yeah, but he's trying to kill them <laughs> like an actual well, actual huntsman. Yeah. Well, I mean, Montana Max is living life like a rich, you know, person buying stuff and being. You know, you, know what, you, know, you know what that show was kind of like? It was kind of like Archie with like animals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it basically like they all was. look like, like, like uh, he's Archie and then he's. Yeah. Veronica. Veronica. Did you guys listen? Actually, on that topic, did you guys ever watch the episode that was like the Tiny Toons movie called How I Spent My Summer Vacation? And I only asked for one reason because it was a Tiny Toons movie because basically there was like many seasons. And yeah. in between two of the seasons, they made a movie, like a, like a TV movie. Hmm. And it was basically just them on their own adventures in summer vacation and like how crazy the adventures got. That sounds kind of familiar, sounds but familiar, honestly, but... I don't. The one really thing remember. I remember about that that I was like, Dude, like, whoa! I was like, it's basically, they never really talked about this on the show, but on the on the movie, they have this whole arc where like Buster and Babs have like a relationship. Like they that are that sounds very familiar. Yeah, and then by very the end familiar. of it, like they're together, like they're a couple. And I was like, yeah. whoa, Buster and Babs, <laughs> like. You know, I, I didn't think that was going to happen. Cause so, so, so it turned into, like, Saved by the Bell or something like that? <laughs> I mean, I guess, in a way, yeah, it did. I mean, I mean, also, what was that girl's name? Oh, my gosh. Plucky's sort of girlfriend was that psychic girl, like the psychic duck girl. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I always thought it was Daisy remember. Duck, but she's not Daisy yeah, no, Duck. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's Disney. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll amend my answer a little bit because I was just thinking, I think now that I'm getting older, I think I'm, I'm, uh, I'm connecting more with uh, Slappy. She just hates people. Wait, Animaniacs? <laughs> Animaniacs? That's Animaniacs. Is that Animaniacs? Yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm crossing over. Well, well, maybe you're, what's her name? Uh, Fifi Le Pew. Uh, Fifi, Fifi Le Pew. Fifi, the, yeah. Fifi. The, the female <laughs> yeah. skunk who's actually a Casanova. Uh, well, I, I'm no? definitely not a Casanova. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> uh, all right, so <clears throat> the topic for today's episode. Oh, by the way, everyone, Ryan is missing again. <laughs> it's because... He, We've sent out a search party. He got yeah. a tattoo and it hurt so much. And he just asked us if he just can just carry miss on out. Without yeah, him. I mean, he just really wants to take a couple weeks to recover from that. <laughs> it's too much. By the way, though, the cool thing about his uh, tattoo is I don't know if you guys you guys saw the picture. Yeah, I saw right? the picture. Did you see it, Ken? No, not yet. Well, check it out on his Facebook, uh, or maybe we'll post a picture on our Facebook. But the the cool thing about it is he got a tattoo of the pulsar map. 
And what the Pulsar map is, is it is a map of the pulsars closest to our solar system. That way, if you're ever lost in space, you can find your way home because if you just trace the pulsars... If I'm ever can, lost in space, I'll make sure can, Ryan is my companion you know, astronaut. You know who Ryan is? Have you, do you guys remember the movie Titan AE? He's Cole from Titan AE. <laughs> he's got the map to help us find our way home. No, okay, he's, so he, he's Schofield, on... dude. He has the map. Well, I mean, he's Schofield, he's Schofield and he's Cole because Cole has a map. Yeah, he he's has the map, map guy too. Yeah. Mr. Map. But I, I think the, the, the Cole reference is more relevant because Cole and his crew were actually lost in space trying to find a new home. And that is literally what Ryan's got on his arm. So now. when we all start to head towards Mars, yeah. Ryan is on our ship. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that would be his one job. Just be the map guy. Just be, Just the, map. be the map guy. So today's topic is sports. Mm. Um, and we're, you know, we'll, we'll do our best to to carry on without Ryan, I, I I don't even know if he even had a story, so we'll we'll see. We'll see. But um, I will start it, um, and uh, here we go. So this is the 1980s, 1990s, okay, early, late 80s, early 90s, and Georgetown University, they have this annual block party right, Mm -hmm. where they basically cordon off an entire area of the school. They make it so there's just free beer for all students who go in. Just everybody can drink. Uh, However, you have to, you know, have an ID, you get carded, and you have to go into this area. And uh, then afterwards, all the students can go to the cafeteria where they can eat as much food as they want. And always, every year, it's a tradition, there's a food fight in the cafeteria. I've always wanted to be in a food fight. (laughs) Well, you know, I I don't want to be the guy who has to clean up after that. But yes, I'd okay. But if you to... didn't have to clean up, yeah. would you want to be part of a oh, fight? Oh yeah, heck yeah. Oh yeah. See, yeah, yeah. You know, they have a tomato throwing fight in Spain like every summer. Oh yeah. I really want. They're to go wasting to that. all the foods. Well, no, it's like tomatoes that they were going to throw out anyway. Oh okay. Uh, somebody <laughs> could still eat those. I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's that's a waste of. Ah, Spain. Spain's bankrupt, man. You guys save all the food you can. <laughs> that's why they sell tickets to the tomato throwing fight. Mm. <laughs> So, um, anyway, there's a food fight every year. And uh, so basically people are just going there. They're just getting just piss-faced drunk. Yeah. And then they're going into this cafeteria, eating a bunch of food and having a food fight. That sounds like a good time. Yeah, I mean, it does. It does. Um, The actual, like, administration at Georgetown University actually hates the fact, though, that a lot of students drink outside the cordon area. So it's just like, guys, just go back inside. Just keep it in the limits. Yeah, you're making a mess. So, okay. So, you know, they drink all the beer. They go to the cafeteria. Um, Now, remember this. In 1991 was a time when there was a lot of, um, you know, a lot of rising NBA stars. The NBA stars that got big in the mid to late 90s were in college in the early 90s and the Mm -hmm. late 80s, uh, including Dikembe Mutombo and Alonzo Mourning, who went to Georgetown University. Uh, and specifically, they'll remember that Matumbo himself is not an American. He is from the Congo, mm-hmm. uh, the Republic of Congo, and he has a very thick Zaire, Zairean accent. Mm. So the, the story is that in 1991, at this block party, uh, Dikembe Matumbo, he walks into the cafeteria after his whole food fight thing. He's just drunk, drunk, like everybody else, right? He walks into the cafeteria, 
And you know, everybody looks at him, and he shouts. And, and by the way, he's a he's a known fit. Everybody knows, but everybody knows Dikembe Mutombo. He's a star on the basketball team. So Plus, he's seven feet tall, so yeah. it's Plus pretty hard to miss him. Hey, Mutombo! Yeah. So he walks into the cafeteria, and he says. <laughs> Who will sex Dikembe tonight? <laughs> <laughs> so he says, who will sex Dikembe tonight? <laughs> nice. And, and he turned Jamaican. <laughs> I don't know how to do a Zairean accent. Dude, that so was that, Jamaican. That was that definitely was the, Jamaican. That was the best I could do. So uh, two you know, hot women, they walk up to him, and he walks out with two women in each arm. Nice. <laughs> but the, this story, though, like evolved and grew into like a legend. <laughs> and, and and the part of the reason for that though is because this became Dikembe Matumbo's pickup line. Like he would just go places, yeah. clubs, bars, anywhere, and he just walks in and he's just like Well, he well, what he actually says is, Who will sex Dikembe tonight? <laughs> Uh, however, this story, though, like kind of evolved and took on a life of its own mm-hmm. where people started. See, here's the thing. Who will sex Dikembe tonight is the real quote. However, that's not how people know it. The rumor, the urban legend of how he said it in different clubs and bars and stuff like mm-hmm. that. The, the real quote, according to the legend, is who will sex the Matumbo tonight? <laughs> <laughs> who will sex the Matumbo tonight? Yeah. And um, and that's basically it. Just took on a life its own, and, and actually, for a long time, he denied it vehemently. He denied that he ever did this, that this was a thing. But actually, in like two thousand, I want to say twelve or thirteen, mm. Alonzo Mourning was on a like sports show, and they asked him, like, "Dude, is the Who Will Sex Matumbo story?" True, and Alonzo Mourning did his best to like deny, it. like no, no, yeah. it's not. But he was so insincere, like you can tell he was lying. <laughs> and in the actual video where the sports um, commentators asked him about this, like he could not deny it, and so they just all laughed for like, an entire minute on this broadcast. <laughs> it's just them laughing because they know it's true. Like they prove, like actually, one of the commentators, like dude. Like, we can retire because this is the best moment of journalism yeah. ever. We <laughs> proved that the Matumbo story is true. That's funny. By the way, two things I thought was kind of, like, fun about the story, though, is that, uh, I mean, this is actually a story that I guess some women have corroborated and it's spread around. Yeah. Uh, the name of Dikembe, well, I, the name of Dikembe's dick. What? <laughs> Right. All right, let's hear it. Um, well, what do you think it is? What do you think the name of Dikembe Matumbo's dick is? I was um, I was thinking it was the Matumbo. The Matumbo is that's good. That's a good guess. That's a good not, guess. But that's not it. I, I mean, I would have guessed I, if, I, I if I didn't know, I would have guessed Dikembe. Yeah, dick. But but you know, with the dick part really yeah. emphasized. <laughs> Courtney, I wouldn't even have a guess in the realm. <laughs> what it would be? Uh, the name of his dick is Mount Matumbo. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and <laughs> so the, the the women are scaling Mount Matumbo. The, well, the, yeah, they're scaling it all right. They need gear. Yeah. Clearly, you need gear. Clearly. Breathing apparatus. You need oh, an entire God. crew. You need a Sherpa guide to like you know, another woman to a woman to like guide you. The, the whole the whole thing. Yeah, that's 
Well, so now I, should I ask the, the next logical question, at least in what? my mind? What? What is your guys? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, that is really not appropriate for this oh, show. Okay, sorry. I, I, I can inform I you. Yes, it is. I yes, realize. it is. Yes, it is. No, no. The <laughs> thing is because the thing is, I would have funny stories to share about that topic, and I listen. I'm so tired of people on this show talking about my dick. Like, this happens. <laughs> you so bring often. it up a lot of the you time. I did not bring it up. You literally just asked us what the name of but our dick. But you dicks started are. the conversation on it, and I just went to the next logical conclusion in the conversation. Is that a thing? Like all guys named their little penis? Well, not you guys. Guys, tell me, not all and is guys. It little? But it no, is. no, no, no. It starts off little. It expands. Wait, what? Well, what? There, there's growers and yeah, showers. There's growers and showers. The showers. Maybe you've only had experience with showers. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But if you're if you're surprised about the existence of growers, then there's growers and showers. Showers just they're there and they're ready. To, they're just okay. fully formed. But growers, you got to give them a second to get up to speed. Yeah. They what get, does this it, have it, to get, do with the naming of? Well, because you said little, little, and no, he I said, know. well, it... Well, and then, so I was confused in just that. So this is, is the only problem guys with, with dick conversations. It always <laughs> becomes something completely different than what we initially intended. It's little because it's a little part of you. It's it like is. It's like your little son. I am more than just my dick. It's like... <laughs> it's, yeah. Hashtag. <laughs> Gosh, I don't want to talk... It's not like News Jr. and Ken Jr. Okay, no. We can steer it back if you want. We no, don't I mean, have listen, this Here's the thing. Wait, do you want to do 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 this thing? I'll only do it if you are also. Do what? Do you uh, do you want to reveal the name of your <laughs> apparatus? It's Ken Jr. That's pretty much what it is. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you I can't. Kind of disappointed. I, I kind of am. You know, I guess. Do you know why You're I can't? You're more creative than that, Ken. Do you know yeah. why I can't name it that? It has to like go up in rank before I can name it something spectacular. Well, you know now though, if you ever have a son, you can't name him Ken Jr. Oh God, oh, no. man. <laughs> you just ruined that part. <laughs> do, do, do girls name their body parts? Is that I know guys name I girls body parts, but I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, I, I, here's the thing: naming your naming your genitalia is a very guy thing to do because only they would take so much pride in something like that Mm -hmm. or have some kind of like giving it like a what's called like a humanized persona or personifying it personification yeah i i think it's a very much guy thing i mean we build giant towers of phallic imagery you know i mean slap your name on it i'll 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 say this i'll tell you this the i'll tell you the story (laughs) of how i i I didn't name it myself it was it was given okay there you go (laughs) it was not named by a woman (laughs) (laughs) oh oh my goodness you have to tell a story i know you and ryan are friends but maybe you have it is it wasn't ryan right or it was no. Okay. Dude, I, I, I should be like, yes. Dude, ex- <laughs> ex- explain yourself. Ryan's the only one who's seen it. I mean, I mean, granted, listen, just to just to be upfront about everything. I mean, Ryan. Ryan <laughs> one time, uh, we were in. This is not the story. This is a different thing. This is a story of how Ryan saw it. Oh God. <laughs> one time we're we going were, there, folks. We were in Vegas. It always happens in Vegas. And we were mm-hmm. drinking. We were drunk. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the, we had JB with us, and this other girl was with us, a friend of ours. And um, basically, we were all drunk, and uh, I wanted to show them, drunk Noosh wanted to show them, <laughs> a picture of this girl that I had like seen for a while, like dated. And oh, wait. I think we've heard have you? Story. Yeah. And basically, yeah, yeah. I told him, don't swipe Don't swipe. Left. Yeah, yeah. Don't. And then she this did. This happened in our conversation about dick pic etiquette. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. So anyway, <laughs> that's... That's Ryan's. <laughs> anyway, 
Okay, and um, so how you were named? By the way, it's a little—it's a little weird to me. And th- I'm—and this is—I mean, I, I guess when you get me on the topic, I—I I I'm not—I have no shame. Whatever. The point <laughs> is, I'm not gonna lie though, because of the fact that Ryan has seen it even accidentally. Considering how good of friends we are, I'm a little disappointed. I am <laughs> not that I want to though. But I'm just saying, Ryan, you need to return I'm just kind the of like to wow. keep your friendship. I'm just, going. I'm, I'm just kind of like man. He's, I don't really want to. Like, show me mine. I'll show you yours. I mean, that's a that's a fair that's a fair game. Uh, so, I, yeah, no girls ever fall for that line. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true. That is that is a very <laughs> does true. Does not work. <laughs> does not work. But I'm um, so. What happened was I was, I was like 16 years old at the time. Okay. And um, I was in a high school band, as all teenagers are at some point, even if they have no musical talent, right? Nerd. I wasn't in high school. Well, wait, wait. Oh, wrong band, bro. You thought I meant band band? Oh, yeah. I meant rock band. Oh, really? Oh, I was thinking thinking high school, school band. No, no. So I was like, I was in my high school band, but I was in band in middle school for three years. Okay, no, okay. I'll be, I'll clarify. By the way, it's not, I don't think it's nerdy if you're in band. I mean, you're playing a musical instrument. It's nerdy. It's It's nerdy. You guys are so judgmental. No, but it's nerdy. However, caveat, I know. In movies, but it's also true in real life. Courtney, band you know people are freaking horny, and they just like go yeah. at it with each other. So I'm so yeah. sad I didn't get a part you of that. Know, if you wanted to get some in high school, join band. Yeah, I'm not gonna. For any of our high school listeners, if there are, any, oh wow, <laughs> yeah, guys, there's I some mean, word just, of advice. There was a. There well, was, I mean, join yeah. band or like you know, don't be lame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Don't do that. Like there was just a prettiest girl in band in high school i'm not even gonna mention it because i talk about it all the time <laughs> everybody's sick oh of my it. gosh yes is it her yes is it, it is the, her i listen we all have i'm not gonna say her name i can't say her but, name it'll but, be like terrible but we all have that chasing amy type her name's on amy but i'm saying it's a chasing amy type of a thing yeah. it's not yeah. like ideal that you're chasing anyway a little back on topic yes. i was not in band band and school band in high school i was in a rock band that my friends and i started i have no musical talent i tried <laughs> to play rhythm guitar I, I bought a guitar to be the rhythm guitarist but because i couldn't i became the lead singer which is fine because they can't sing and i can can you to sing some a few bars for us now there was a song <laughs> that i wrote for this girl that i was interested in oh. it's called it's called cassandra lee i wrote it for her and it's about how she has a drinking problem <laughs> and, and it is a, it's a love song but it's really about her having a drinking problem and how i know that she is better than the the shitty town we grew up in i mean it was okay. a it was a very teenage angst song very teenage i i'm really glad i grew out of that stage but it goes a little like this it goes uh uh Oh God! I'm gonna do. Listen, I want everyone to judge me, but don't judge me as me. I want you to judge me as a 16-year-old teenage news <laughs> who's like, "Hey, Cassandra, this song—it's for you." <laughs> All right, here we go, guys. A one, a two, a one, two, three. Angel, you're so far from home, and you're driving where you shouldn't go. But the, uh, where does it go? But the uh, something has lost your way, and uh, oh. I, I swear. Uh, I have so uh, many questions. I know. So many I questions. know. It's like, 
I think we should we should put a pin in this and save it, and we'll do a throwback episode. Dude, if you, you want, you can share that rest of that song. Dude, I'll I, want, bring, I, want, I want the whole I'll story. I'll bring my really bad teenage poetry, <laughs> and right. I'll share it. Oh my gosh! Okay. We can do, okay, I was gonna say I have a recording of that song. Oh if, my god, you need to play it. But if you want to save it for we'll a different save episode, it, okay. and I'll look for my yeah. really bad teenage poetry. And Ken, I'm sure you have something that you'd be able to share. Oh, I have a lot of notes that I passed around. That I saved. There you go. <laughs> I'll read them on the there air. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's that. Okay, so. I was in a band like that. Yes. So every day we would go to my friend Seth's house. And um, I've known Seth for years. He's, he's a little bit younger than me, but I've known him for years. And before I met Seth, though, I met Seth's older sister, Sharice. And I had the biggest crush on Sharice back in those days. Okay. She was like, you know, she was like, I think a year or two years older than me. She was like the older you know, girl that we all knew. And I would go to their house all the time. Like I literally would just walk in sometimes, yeah. you know. And um, also I would... I would go to hit on Sharice and Seth's mom because and his mom? wait mom <laughs> yes because their mom was super hot actually I'm not gonna lie Stacey's mom yeah was like go. like you know Seth's mom has actually I wrote a song one of, the, of course she did dude I wrote a song no listen this is funny I wrote a song about Seth who's the drummer of our band it's literally called um, Seth it's it's a song about. How Seth has a hot mom, sister, and cousin. Stop being greedy, <laughs> Seth. Yeah. It was, how did it go? It was just like, um, starlight, star bright, living in the spotlight, driving down the freeway, everything is perfect today. <laughs> His hair is getting windblown, destination unknown. This is the story of a guy named Seth. Do you have Seth. recordings of all of these? I don't have a recording of that one. Okay. Damn. But but literally every verse okay. of that song is just his name is Seth and he's got like a hot mom. Like it's dude, just all dude, about dude, that. Dude, dude, you have to release that. Dude, now, man. dude, I was I was writing we'll, songs we'll like crazy. We'll start a new yeah. label. Ryan is your dead label, and you can release it under that. Okay, one qu- one, one question. Yeah. What was the name of the band? Oh yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, we still have okay. to get back to the okay. name of. Yeah, of, we'll get of, back. To, of, okay, okay. <laughs> this is a story. How did we get there? How did we get there? This is a story for that episode. But I will tell you the name of the band. Fine. Okay. We went through several names. Of There's course. so many names that we wanted to do. Um, oh my gosh, one of them that I suggested that my friend. Oh, okay. One of them that we. This is not the name. This is what me and the bassist love, though. Okay. We want to call ourselves Stuart. <laughs> which is the society to undermine, annoy, and ruthlessly torment. Oh, okay. okay. That's okay. interesting. But the name that we went with, which is perfect for 16-year-old high school students, the name of our band is Adjusting Delight. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, actually, that's, so, that sounds pretty I mean, good, actually. That's, that's good, pretty funny. but it's still so lame. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so lame. It is. Uh, we, we did not get chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Adjusting Delight did not have chicks. So, uh, (laughs) anyway, back to the story. So, we would always practice at Seth's house. Why? Seth's the drummer and his 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 family's hot. Mm -hmm. His family's hot. And also, the drum set is at Seth's Mm -hmm. house. So, every day we're playing there. So, um, in preparation for the talent show. So, (laughs) one day we're playing. I'm singing the song, blah, blah, blah. And then. Sharice, uh, by the way, I don't know if Sharice listens to this show. <laughs> Listen, honestly, Sharice is like a very, you know, successful lawyer. I don't think she's listening to this show. Yeah. But Sharice, you know, she's like, I think at the time she's like 17, yeah. you know, maybe almost 18. She walks down the stairs in a bikini and she's just like, uh, hey, boys, any of you guys want to go for a swim with me? Oh, my God. And. <laughs> And we all like look at each other and tore the, each other's clothes <laughs> off as you ran no, towards well, the pool to do like a cannonball. <laughs> here's the thing: at the time, I mean, there's five guys there, right? Yeah. 
There's Seth, who is related to her, obviously. <laughs> He's just like, ah, oh, Cherie, stop embarrassing me in front of my friends. And then there's the three other guys who, you know, they were kind of embarrassed to, like, like, oh, man, she's hot. And yeah. they didn't want to, like, get in the pool with her. And they were kind of embarrassed about it. And so, then there's you. What there's me. And I was just like, I'll do it. <laughs> and I was just like, I, I need a swimsuit. And so she's like, okay, use Seth's swimming trunks. So I was like, cool. And so I did. I, I, uh, I borrowed Seth's swimming trunks. And I got in the pool with her, and we were just, like, swimming. And everybody else came outside, just chilled out, you yeah. know, in, like, the mm-hmm. pool area. And uh, what happened then was, I think, you know, as dumb kids will do, mm-hmm. they dared me, hey, Noosh, we dare you to, like, take your shorts off and be skinny. Because, <laughs> you know, it's like, then you're skinny dipping with her. Like, yeah. they had, a, they, you know, even though she's not participating yeah. in that part. <laughs> but I was like, I don't know about this, guys. And so... Um, they, you know, they, I, I literally, actually, I remember why this happened. I, I said, I don't know about this. And then Josh, who, you know, Josh was the lead guitarist in the band. He's an amazing guitarist. Yeah. He's one of my best friends. And also, you know, I kind of, I mean, at the time and even now, I, I, I love Josh. I idolize him. He's a cool guy. So he said, Noosh, I'll give you five Josh points if you <laughs> take these shorts off. And I was like, oh, man, heck yeah. And I didn't even know what I can, like, redeem can Josh points. Him for those four, yeah. I don't know. But I was like, all right, I'll do it for five Josh points. So I told Sharice to, you wait in the other side of the pool. <laughs> I don't want you coming over here because, guys, it's a cold day and it's a windy day. <laughs> and as fellow growers know, you, you need the right circumstances if you're okay. a grower. Uh, you know, full disclosure, I'm a grower, not a shower. So... <laughs> Most people are. Most people are. I Most mean, we're not. This is how we get intimate that. with our audience. Well, we're not all Ryan Walters, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> if he is, but I'm assuming. I don't know. I thought you saw his penis. No. No. I, I want to. <laughs> you want to? Well, only to make it even. Oh. Anyway. Because <laughs> he's... Ryan, oh, he's are you not paying attention to oh, this go- Oh, goodness. I Just keep going on your story. Like, he this was just not paying attention. He was not paying you attention. You were enraptured. Like, yeah, let's talk more about <laughs> my co-host. I was not. Don't even she lie. Was I all was not. It. Shut up. <laughs> so, okay. So, I told Sheree, like, you wait over there. I'm going to be over here. And so, I was like, all right. And so, I took my shorts off. And they're like, nah, nah, you got to hold it above your head to prove it. I was like, all right. And so, I did. And then they snatched it away. And I was of like, course. guys, of of course, back, of course guys. Did. That's not cool, guys. <laughs> and then because I was panicking, I started to like fall into the water, and I was like, oh, oh, and I was like, like panicking. And she's like, "Oh my gosh, are you drowning?" And she started to like swim over to me, and I was like, I was half drowning, and I was like, "You stay over there." I would have said, "I am drowning." <laughs> nah, man. Listen, listen. At sixteen, I was like, "Listen, I don't know if this." You know, crush on Sharice is going to pan out, but I didn't want to blow it right now with whatever I've got down there at the moment while it's cold. Dude, how does she look like? I'm, I'm like so curious now. I don't know. I mean, she was a 17-year-old blonde girl, you know, I... I- I don't know. She was attractive. I thought she was very attractive. How she look like? You have a picture? Uh, no, not on Probably the deck. Facebook can, or something I can show you. Even to this day, I... Listen, let me tell you this. You know, the first time I met her, actually, is a really cute story, I think. We were, I, I, my friend invited me to, like, his church group, like a youth group thing. So I was like, oh, sure, I'll go. And I met all the people at his church youth group, including Sharice, who was there. I met, and this is before high school, so she was a year elder, uh, yeah. older than us. So I, I met her before I actually started at high school. Um, anyway, though, um, I remember she was telling a story about how, you know, this is the beginning of the 2000s and everybody's instant messaging and, you know, so she said she was instant messaging some random person she met online and that person asked, will you send a picture 
of yourself. Like, hey, send me a pic of you. And she's just like, no. And so this guy was just like, like, well, whatever. You're probably he said, no, he said, uh, well, whatever. You're probably ugly anyway. Ooh. And so, and so without, I'm not even joking. I wasn't even thinking my, like the words came out of my mouth before I could even think about it. But I said out loud, I was like, boy, was he wrong. <laughs> nice. And, and she just kind of like smiled at me and she just like, and I, I think later on when we talked about that story, yeah. she's like in her mind, she was like, I like this boy. <laughs> and so, you know, we became friends. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was anyway, yeah, I think she's very pretty. So um anyway going back to the story so yeah i was like no please don't come over here half drowning but it's okay i don't want you to see this um (laughs) so the only person who did see everything i had yeah i mean in in, and i guess because i was i I was young i was like a 16 year old high school student the very first person to see everything (laughs) there was of me was the bassist of our band who you know big t williford thomas we call him big t and Were you now called Big T? <laughs> no, but Thomas referred to it. Um, here's the thing. He referred to it as the Sri Lankan snake. <laughs> <laughs> However, oftentimes I like to, I, I push this name and he likes to correct me, but some people are like fine with it. It interchanges between Sri Lankan snake and the Sri Lankan dragon. Oh my God. <laughs> it, it, I'm, I'm a grower, so it just depends on the circumstance. But the Sri and Lankan do you dragon. Ever, um, with the ladies that you're with, do you actually tell them, or how would you introduce that into a conversation? It depends on the conversation. Depends. What do we mean? Like, I, I don't. I don't like, talk about do, this. Do you tell the? I only tell you guys. <laughs> I don't talk about my. You can't <laughs> tell a woman uh, this uh, stuff. I don't talk about my dick, but when I do, it's on broadcast radio. <laughs> exactly, that's the way to do it. <laughs> so, so then the purpose of guys naming their members is just for yourself. You're not. You don't tell anyone don't except why. for your guy it's friends a, or what? I mean, I don't. Or think, on broadcast. I think it's more of a joke. I think it's kind of like yeah, a car. Like a you joke. name, you name your car. I, I name my car, and yeah. so it's kind of the same thing. You name your car. You name your dick. You you know, whatever. You name your house. <laughs> goes hand in hand. It goes hand in hand. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you, you, you don't go. you don't tell a girl that though, only because their reaction to it might not be what you want. <laughs> like you know, like you for example. <laughs> Actually, Courtney's example would be perfect because as soon as I said sri lankan dragon she laughed out loud like it was the funniest thing in the world and the last thing that i want a girl to react to when i say that or show that or anything is exactly what courtney did that haunts me (laughs) (laughs) it is a pretty haunting reaction to that well, I mean, come on. You have to admit, it's a little ridiculous. It is. Oh, the last last thing any guy wants is a girl laughing at his penis. Oh, no, I get that. I get that. But anyway. Worst thing ever. <laughs> Sri Lankan snake. <laughs> it's really more snake than dragon, isn't it? Like, if they said something like that, that would be, that would be brutal. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, my goodness. Anyway, so now that we've talked about my dick for, like, <laughs> like 30 minutes. I thought, oh, like, I was just. The Kimbe Matumbo's dick, but now it's yeah. Nusha's dick. <laughs> well, Ken, what do you have? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're not talking about penises anymore? No. We'll, we'll move on we'll from move this on. subject. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Let me. We can bring it back, though. Don't feel shy. <laughs> we could have a penis episode. <laughs> I, you, I, you know what? I think the only person who wouldn't have trouble talking about it is you who can find anything <laughs> like penis museums and yeah, whatever. Yeah, penis museums. I, it, oh, it, you should do a penis episode. That's what I just said. He does not listen. He's not listening, actually. I, oh, I, I, Those I, words just came forth I zo- from my mouth. I zone out from time to time, and Apparently. I'm, like, doing two things at once. Apparently. All okay, right. Well. Anyway, we're moving on to whatever you got, man. 
Yeah, to explain that, I like I, I just tune out people because uh, I'm around people that talk a lot. So you can't just let everything go through. That's true. Yeah. So I might hear it, but I might not do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Back back in the olden days, um, baseball players How and old? other huh? How old? I'm just, I'm just gonna put a I'm not gonna put a number to it. I'm just saying, um, back then, pro athletes actually didn't get paid a lot. Um, now we're we hear about baseball players, which uh, I used to follow baseball for a very long time, pro baseball. I used to be a season ticket uh, member of the Dodgers for a couple seasons. Um, so, And I knew at that time, guys that play baseball, they get paid insane contracts. Like We, really? just, we just heard recently that uh, Kersh- Clayton Kershaw, who plays in L.A., in our home, uh, home venue, it's, uh, he gets paid $250 million. And per year? No, not per year, but during the dura- duration of his tenure, con- like it's almost like a ten-year contract. That's mm. a lot of money. Yeah. So he he pitches maybe like thirty times a year. So he's like we were saying, like he was getting a million dollars per game just showing up. Doesn't even have to be be a good game. He is a great pitcher, but these guys are like making money that to a level that we're like we we could not imagine us having that much yeah. money unless we either won the lottery. I will never make a million dollars. I, yeah, I will never yeah. make. Yeah, so, but it it didn't always used to be like that. Like they playing baseball back then was just like it's a it's it's a niche thing. It's like almost yeah. like someone that goes to a roller derby that plays a roller derby. If they roller derby does pay someone, I'm not familiar with that. It's not going to be a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's only so little money to go around roller derby. So the thing is, <laughs> to go around. Yeah. So we're thinking. Ro- I mean, it's, it's roller derby. It's, yeah. yeah. So come <laughs> on, guys. So we're thinking. So we're, so we're, so we're thinking now in, in in Major League Baseball, guys are making twenty to thirty million dollars, and the only pro athletes I think that make more than that in the world are um, football players. F- football players in Europe by like by football players like in Europe. I mean soccer. Yeah, soccer. Right. yeah they make a lot of money, and um, also F one drivers who drive. Uh, really fast yeah. sports cars. Oh, really? Yeah, they make, get get paid a lot of money. Those are two kind of guys that are like that, like equivalent to baseball. What people in baseball make. So the guaranteed minimum contract for a veteran in the major leagues is five hundred thousand dollars. Even I pretty take good, that. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Even <laughs> if you ride the bench and and you play maybe like one at bat. As a pinch hitter every yeah. night, that's still that's 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 big time. I'll that's ride big the time. bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five hundred thousand. Yeah, so five hundred thousand dollars. Keep that number in mind because you guys all know Yogi Berra. He used to yeah. have a bunch of like Dude, as Yogiisms. A kid, as a kid, I used to really, really confuse Yogi Bear and, and Yogi, Yogi Berra. Berra. Yeah, like I was always just like, are they the same person? Like, who is he the voice of Yogi Bear? Like, I was a little kid, <laughs> and I was like so confused who Yogi Berra was. Yeah, so you always have funny stories like that. So how you how you associate things, Noosh. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. No, but I think he's not alone in that. I think a lot of kids. It does make, yeah, the Yogi. It was like, would. oh, Yogi. It was like, yeah. Okay, Yogi Berra, when he was 22 years old, when he first played in his first major league, uh, major league uh, World Series, pretty much like the championship yeah. like round of baseball, in 1947, he hit his first home run and contributed to the Yankees' 11th championship. I think the Yankees have 27 or 28 yeah. now. Uh, um, so if he if he broke into the major leagues today and and went through all his contracts, he would have made of course that half a million dollars. But he was actually making in nineteen forty seven the minimum pay was five thousand. So he was hitting the minimum salaries, which yeah. in today's kind of uh, 
what do you call that? Conversion would be like fifty thousand dollars, which is not bad yeah, money. It's a pretty bad, good, yeah. pretty, jo- pretty say, good back job. Back then, five thousand is like a lot. Yeah, yeah. but you couldn't really have that outlandish lifestyle. No, Go no. out to drink. Yeah, yeah, drinks on me, guys. It's like the, definitely the not Sinatra that. Sinatra lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which a lot of rappers apparently do now, <laughs> pro athletes. Yeah, but um, many players like him. But before that salary boom that actually happened in the seventies. Um, they would go and get an off-season job, and this this was like a common Whoa, place. What they they would yeah. work. So so Nush, um, baseball season usually is uh, for the major leagues is in uh, April all the way to October if you make it into playoffs. Okay, you go to spring training usually if you're catchers and pitchers. You report earlier usually in late February and March. So how many months is that? You get like a couple months off, but yeah. So those months off, they have nothing to do. So a lot of them just like hey, six I need- months. April probably, probably like, yeah. is it? I'm not going to yeah. do that thing in my head right now. <laughs> yeah, I think it's six months. Yeah, so he was, um, one of his jobs was uh, when he returned home to the Midwest in uh, St. Dude, Louis. you have a computer in front of you. You could have calculated that so easily. I don't and want to. Focusing on his I story. don't want to. I want to tell the stories. Numbers, <laughs> I was like numbers are mind. not important, man. Okay. So in the St. Louis restaurant, they hired him to don a tuxedo and just be the greeter there. Nice. Just be the greeter there. Hey, just famous. say hi. So he was like the yeah. Walmart guy. <laughs> I mean, I guess it must be a little bit easier. Must a be job fancy when yeah. you are famous. So another winter, he actually sold hardware at a at a department store. <laughs> that must be interesting. When he was like, "Hey, aren't you?" Um, no, no, can't be. That's a, that's but a buy co- this nice tool chest. That's a cool thing. I was like, okay, LeBron selling you tools, okay, at like Sears. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Le- why are you or, here? Or LeBron selling him selling you his own brand of shoes. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> I, like, I recommend or, this one. Or, or like Michael Jordan selling Hanes undershirts. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, but when we we we, we, that, we I mean that was you know he, yeah. yeah. But that's like Michael Jordan actually being yeah. at yeah. Sears selling you the, <laughs> showing you the product. Yeah. Like, hey, here you go. Yeah, but uh, or ringing you up. Yeah, yeah it, exactly. Yeah, even in uh, 1951, after winning his fourth championship, his first uh, AL MVP award, which is best player in in the American leagues, um, he was still selling suits at Newark, New York, <laughs> New Jersey, um, along his. Uh, his teammate uh, Phil Rizzuto. I think they're both in the Hall of Fame now. They're like enshrined in Cooperstown, which is the Hall of Fame. Um, it's 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 crazy. This is thinking about the best player in a pro league having to take second jobs. For you know, it is crazy, but at the same time, I think that that's a good thing because mm-hmm. it shows it, it keeps them humble and it makes them not all be all you know jackasses. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna refer you know, to and that. It keeps yeah. them as, as yeah. a little bit grounded, kind of grounded. So yeah, they're, they're still kind of they were like at a point they were superhuman. They're hitting hitting a baseball at 90 miles per hour is insane. I could yeah. I could barely okay. hit one at 75. Have you guys heard that thing? This is something I did not know about, but apparently. Sometimes in the middle of a baseball game, this is like a modern thing, mm-hmm. maybe happened back in the day, but um, in the middle of a baseball game, a pitcher will throw a fastball at the plate, and suddenly there's an explosion of feathers. Have you heard about that? This happens like these days? Sometimes it happens. Sometimes it happens. Yeah. You know what that is? No. What? A bird. A bird accidentally <sighs> flew in the way, and it hit the fastball, and exploded. Bloated. Okay. The, the the most recent one I've actually seen that happening is from Randy Johnson, who's in the Hall of Fame now. And Randy Johnson was an intimidating figure when he the mound is kind of like maybe like eleven inches tall. Right. And this guy himself was six eleven, so oh, wow. he was like a long, intimidating. It was sixty feet away, but it was still really scary. Dude, it's to have like this. somebody's pitching at you from a mountain. Yeah. <laughs> He's like throwing at an angle. That's scary. Yeah. And the fact that he threw a hundred miles per hour at your at any time at your head. Scared the crap out of the people. So, and he threw a fastball one day, and he has this nice, 
like wind up motion and he tossed it and all you saw was this explosion of feathers like you just said it was like yeah. hey what just happened there and then they show the replays of it bird dead bird he killed the bird yeah. poor bird That's so sad. And, and, the, and the replays will often show like a bird is like in the trajectory and then mm-hmm. just explosion it, it's just Aww. so fast it's just like oh by the way randy johnson now is actually um he's a photographer now and he he like uh does sports photography mostly for the arizona cardinals who plays baseball i mean football down there and um it's funny because his uh his logo for his company oh my gosh is it a bird said, exploding it, yeah no it's not exploding bird that's really hard to do <laughs> even for graphic designers dark it is a bird dead on his back with little x's on his eyes Dude, <laughs> go check is, it out go check it out he's, he's a great photographer like, by the way too i i know oh, i mean it man. is sad that a bird is getting killed by a fastball it's but not like i he, do kind of want to see it he didn't purposely do well, it well we can make it available on our facebook <laughs> Let's do that. Randy part. Johnson murders well, bird. Well, I mean, like, in person. Like, I can watch a video, but, like, to actually see it happen oh. in front, that's something different. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'd still be like, oh, that's so sad. But, oh, my God, that's kind of cool. You know what I've always wondered, by the way, just thinking about baseball now is, you know, the whole rookie of the year thing where mm-hmm. it's like, pitcher's got a, a big butt. butt. <laughs> <laughs> you can't do that in professional baseball, right? Like You taunt? couldn't do any of that stuff in real baseball. That whole scene when he loses his <laughs> power in his and he, arm. And he fakes it with like yeah, a, and yeah. Just, and then he does the brock, 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 chicken, chicken, you know? I mean, like, that would never happen in MLB. Oh, you, you could, but then they will like single you out. Because I remember one time Alex Rodriguez is, uh, he got caught for steroids, like, well, not steroids, performance enhancement. Yeah. Um, he ran by a guy that was trying to catch an infield pop fly, and he ran by to another base, and he screamed in the guy's ears. <laughs> after that. And and everyone just criticized him. It was like, hey, that's bushling and cheating. It's like, I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the like, fans love it. Have not seen Rookie of the Year? <laughs> Do that. Yeah, there there is like things like a hidden ball trick, which he actually did use in Rookie of the Year. He did a hidden yeah, ball trick. What does that mean? You, you fake the pitch and then no, no, no. You're on the mound, but you're thinking that the guy's gonna he's 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 gonna he's gonna pitch to the to the hitter, but he but he doesn't have the ball. The first baseman has the ball. So if there's a guy on first base, you could give the first baseman the ball. Then they also take a lead off of the base. They, they is that take a lead, legal yeah. move? It is. It is. But it's it people t- tend not to use it because it's very like. Um, it is kind. I mean, it's not it's cheating, but it's it's almost in the realm of it. Um, it has to be like most often than not, it doesn't work because there's always uh, a first and third base uh, coach to see where the ball is and tell you he's supposed to be the spotter and tell you it's like, hey, he doesn't have the ball. He doesn't have the ball, so don't take a lead. So usually they, they would they the pitcher on on the mound has to like kind of like go into motion first to to yeah. intend to pitch before anyone ever leads off the base. Right. So that's why it doesn't work. It works sometimes. You could do it probably in minor leagues. That would really... Like, if I went to a game and I got to see an exploding bird and the hidden ball trick, that would be my most favorite game ever. <laughs> and that would be the only game you ever go to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I went to baseball. There were exploding poultry. Well, that would be the last... I've been to games before, but that would be my last game that I go to. Yeah, because nothing's going to top don't that. Don't need nothing's to go gonna, to any nothing's other ones. Gonna, nothing's going to top I'm that. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, okay. From there on, uh, Yogi Berra's life on and off the field became a, a little bit more than minimum. He eventually became such a big like hit and superstar with yeah. this amazing talent and uh, bubbly personality that he eventually he was hired to be a spokesperson, which is like very unheard of in these days, um, to drink the drink called Yoohoo and present it to people. Oh. That's why you asked me about Yoohoo, Yoo-hoo. earlier. Okay, okay. With his endorsement, the company became such 
a valuable and growing company that they made him an executive. That's how well they were doing. That wow. kids so were then just, would you say that he was kind of one of the first pioneers to be brought on as a sponsor? You know, like spokesman sp- for yeah, people. Sport. Yeah, yeah, because like he kind of started it. Because even though in baseball that happened, it was not to this scale. It was, you, they had endorsements, but it was like never to like a national brand like yeah. Yoohoo. And um, and because of that, he's he was financially secure yeah. even by making that money. And um, I go on further, and it's, and and it's just so much different than baseball nowadays. Guys get paid so much money. And not have, yeah, and the guys don't don't necessarily have the best talent either, and uh, that's why it's odd to think of a time in the '40s and '50s when we're thinking about baseball players that they were kind of just like us. They were really good at a task. They were really good at a game we love to watch, and it's not like that anymore. Because even a couple seasons ago, um, um, the baseball thing is kind of like run by agents now. Uh, Seamus Strasburg was going through uh, elbow trouble, so he came back from surgery, and his his kind of like um, his team and his agent didn't want him to pitch because they didn't want to strain his arm. This would never happen like 20, 30 years ago to be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to be worth 20, 30 million dollars on my next contract. I'm not going to pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Back then, you pitch or you're off the team. We're not even going to bother paying you. No other team is going to pay you. You're going to be a pariah. But back then, they're just one of the guys. That's why I guess they're more approachable back then. Yeah. Um, even so, if you if actually looked at these numbers, and um, it was insane because they were just like regular people. It's it, it, it's it's so saying, want... I mean even today if if say they didn't make a lot of money mm-hmm. they would make that up with their endorsement deals yeah 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 so there still wouldn't be a need for them to have a side hustle or whatever yeah so so we were talking about um just how these guys were making this astronomical amount of money and and even recently when we sent uh, one of the guys to the military through the NFL mm-hmm. they made a big deal out of it. Because this guy's like, hey, he's giving away a multi-million dollar contract. You remember that, right, Tillman? I don't. So he he passed away while he was overseas, unfortunately. Oh, wow. But uh, he gave up his his very lucrative oh, contract. I remember that story, yeah. And that became a big deal. If ESPN existed sixty years ago, that would just be commonplace. It would not may even make a blurb. Because if you think about it, two hundred fifty major league players. These are guys that are the best at playing baseball. They went to World War yeah, One. Yeah, t- yeah, and then one and, or two. One. Oh, one. Uh, in, well, World War Two, they also went. In out World War Two, five hundred went. Yeah, that's almost a whole league at that point. Well, and, that, and, that's where you get a league of their own, and the women had created their mm-hmm. their right. baseball league. And yeah. and then you look at it, and I'm not just saying like guys that are like second tier bench warmers. They're like, oh, they're okay. They're no, like they're the, the prime players. They're the prime players. We hear guys like Ted Williams, Stan Musial, Joe DiMaggio, Bob Feller. All yeah. these guys are Hall of Famers immediately after they retired. That's how that's how insane it yeah. was. And these guys just served, and because they're one of the guys, they they had no exclusivity and to also what they were. Pride in your country and everything. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I yeah, totally yeah. get that. Yeah. So, um, just, just it's 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 like a different now. Yeah, it's, it's a, a different, a, you know, it's a different pastime. It's it's it's, it's a different world now, and uh, a lot of people kind of remember just these guys making a lot of money. But you have to talk to someone really old to even. <laughs> think about hey yeah. i saw blah 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 at the general store he gave me a high five yeah. <laughs> good luck with that i mean you can really uh what's called heckle somebody if you can go to their workplace at the grocery <laughs> store like uh do you, you you bag like you pitch cheater <laughs> or something like that save your best heckles for the grocery line yeah. 
<laughs> where they can really hear it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it, was, it, it was, it's, it's very interesting. Um, the only problem now is a lot of minor leaguers kind of go through the same treatment as the guys that that went on before them. A minor league players now probably make probably poverty level. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. they make like twelve thousand dollars a year, maybe twenty five thousand dollars a year if they're lucky. Uh, just to, so they could make it to the major leagues and make that make that minimum contract. So, well, so, it's like yeah. you know paying their dues or whatever. So I it's kind of like it's it's the minor league guys are now like the new guys. I was like, I'm just like you. Yeah, I yeah. don't make much money, but I want to. But it's <laughs> it's the dream. Yeah, but can you imagine that idea of just having like some athlete you just saw? Like doing something like Steph Curry hit just hit a three pointer. He just won the title of all titles. He won MVP, and now he works at what TGI Fridays as your server. Busting tables. Half <laughs> yeah, Foot Locker is like, dude, my new shoe is coming out. Hey, you should get, you should get this. Yeah, get this, Steph Curry number three. Dude, this is this is great. I was like, Steph Curry, why are you here? I'm selling you my shoes. What size do you want? Nine, not out. Nine? Okay, I'll bring out eight and a half, nine and a nine and a half. Okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> That's never going to happen. I, 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 I wish I lived in those days. That, that sounds like a really fun time to live. No, man. Not, no. Okay, if, you're, if you were... Uh, if you were uh, a white male. A white, white, white <laughs> okay. male. And, oh, just, just white male. Just white male. That's it. Yeah. That's it. Because I sometimes think, like, oh, it would be so cool to live back then. But I'm like, nah. no, it wouldn't really work, though. No. Nah. Mm-hmm. You know? Not for us. Not for literally everybody in this room. <laughs> the one person who it would be great for is not here because he I, got a boo boo on his arm. And I would probably oh, get on, a little bit more crap because I'm like I'm mixed. So, but they they wouldn't see it on you. That's a problem. That's the, yeah, but they, they would, saw my parents. So my mom would probably get like shit for you know she know. went against the bloodline. I know. <laughs> uh, oh well, man. So Courtney. Yeah. Um, okay, so I just have some um, random things. We'll just kind of. Well, we'll have like a little list session here okay. of some pastime sports that, you know, at least this is called Bizarre Forgotten Sports from History. So I know I've never heard of these. Um, so the first one is um, I'll let you guys I'll tell you the name of it and you guys guess what it is and then I'll tell you. Okay. We'll, we'll go like that. Um, so number 10, Barking Off Squirrels. Uh, it really sounds like squirrel masturbation. I'm just saying <laughs> that is exactly what? what I would think. Do you throw a bark at him or something like that? And you, you hit you're, one. You're almost in the realm. Is it bashing squirrels with baseball bats? No, no. Okay. No. So um, this was popular in America in the late 18th and 19, or late 18th, early 19th century. Um, it was created in the backwoods of Kentucky, because of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Boone made it a little bit more famous, and he was also known for being a good shooter. So the goal was to hunt squirrels, but you wouldn't shoot at the squirrels. You would shoot at the tree to make the bark come up and get them. So they're kind of like, you know, um, uh, not what's... Uh, R- like a debris like would hit de- them? The debris, yeah. like that, that would. Get are you them. trying to kill the squirrel? You are trying to kill the squirrel. And they, oh. they did like this way of hunting squirrels because then instead of just shooting them, uh, doing it through the barking off, I guess, would um, keep their their skin intact. So they would be able to, you know, skin it and keep oh. it for like a hat or ah. whatever. So it was a little bit less. Um, ah, man. Yeah. Kentucky just, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, why can't they just play baseball? Or, or I mean, at the time, at least, play some cricket or something, you yeah. know? You and your cricket. I love cricket. <laughs> Did you know that uh, George Washington in Valley Forge, b- b- you know, at the camp between battles, they they played cricket because I mean the, these are Englishmen. Yeah. They played cricket because that's what Englishmen. That's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Was there a cricket Negro league there back then? 
I, I mean, there was, I mean, from what I understand about cricket, there were cricket leagues all across the East Coast. Mm-hmm. And then this new sport started coming up, and the cricket leagues were like, hey, we should, you, you guys in the new sport, you guys want to play in our, our fields, like our stadiums? That way you guys can get a place to play. And the new yeah. people playing the new sport are like, yeah, let's let's do it. So cricket sponsored baseball. <laughs> and then eventually everybody got rid of cricket, and now everybody just plays baseball. baseball. Yeah. I actually got kind of excited and I I felt like a nerd for it but when I was living in England and I went into London um, I went to go see a concert and I was just walking around the park and I actually saw people playing cricket in the park and it made me laugh even more it was a group of Indians Yeah, (laughs) the crazy thing about cricket is that I mean cricket's very popular in England Mm -hmm. but it's the colonies where cricket is like huge and not just like the Asian colonies, like, I mean, of course, South Asia, India, Sri Lanka, but also, like, South Africa, Australia, yeah. New Zealand. Like, cricket's huge. And the Caribbean islands, huge. Yeah. Do they have, like, a World Cup, right? Where they all... Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, where they all compete uh, with each other. Sri Lanka is actually the number one team. <laughs> just so you guys know. Sri Lanka is the number one cricket team in the world. There it you must go. be. It must be crazy because you guys just beat up on England. Um, I mean, not that crazy because it isn't a sport and not a real fight (laughs) (laughs) no but still it's it's always interesting to beat the country that the sport oh that's like their sport yeah 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 that's 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 a very good point yeah they take a lot of pride in that man yeah i think they do man i think i I think they really do take pride in that (laughs) i mean actually dude i mean they there's so much pride in it that it's i mean this is adorable and i I know this exists for like grandmothers here also Mm -hmm. but like my grandmother is like a diehard cricket fan <laughs> dude, dude, even in her old age where she can barely move and she's like you know very old she will still not miss a match and she's gonna watch and don't disturb her because she's watching <laughs> anyway okay I-, I won't share all of these i just share the ones that i think that are funny yeah. um so the next one eel pulling we-, we have to guess on these things okay so eel pulling i'm gonna guess masturbation <laughs> I'm gonna guess uh, you pull eel yeah, from a, the from the like ocean, a barrel? like a barrel, yeah, maybe? Like, a, like a thing. Well, okay, so this was in the Netherlands. This is where it was popular in the 19th century, and there were two ways to play this game. One was tug of war, but instead of with oh, the rope, you have gosh. an eel, and the eel was uh, made to be more slippery, so they soaped it up, and then the teams would pull. I mean, poor poor eel, and they would just pull until one team won. You know, was able to pull it away. Is there any stories about it snapping in half? Well, they didn't get into that, but I would only imagine that that's happened sometimes. Is there electricity? Do you elect, like eels um, Not that I saw. Oh, okay. Um, okay, and then the other way is to do it was to hang the eel oh. over a canal, and then the players would have to jump and take down the eel while they were passing under in a boat underneath it. <laughs> Um, and this one, this huh. was the more popular version of the sport because mainly That's people, because people were laughing when people would fall into the canal right. when they're trying to pull the eel down. So you're in a boat, you try to make a Jordan jump, you know, <laughs> touch the much. top, grab the eel, come down and not yeah. fall off the boat. Yeah. So I think uh, we should bring the sport back. That sounds like an episode of Wipeout. I can imagine this being a professional sport. Like, there's mm. actual strategies involved. There's, like, you know, the, the crouch and jump. There's, like, the double split jump. I, I don't know. I mean, like, there's a lot of strategy there. Well, it was, this was so popular. It was really popular in Amsterdam. And apparently... Well, they were all high. Of course it well, would yeah. be. Well, yeah. Well, apparently <laughs> a... Um, an officer ended the game, and um, while it was playing, did he end, did he he end cut, it by just grabbing it himself? Well, he just cut the line, so the eel went <laughs> oh. down. But 
because it was so popular that it really pissed people off, this created the Eel Riot of 1886. <laughs> no. There were 26 deaths, 100 injuries, and a lot of arrests. Dude, what? <laughs> Just because one cop couldn't keep it real. Have you guys seen that commercial it. for like, I think it's like Blue Cross Health or something where there's like, uh, you know, there's like a people playing basketball outside of like a house or something mm. um I, I mean i'm not gonna lie i think this commercial is trying to tap into the tensions between the black community and police officers probably but it is just a bunch of like young mm-hmm. black kids just playing some basketball and a police officer comes up and talks to them it's like oh it's tense whatever but then the police officer grabs a basketball from them and like shoots oh i think and, i've seen and that the one. kids are like oh mm-hmm. and then then he starts playing basketball yeah. at them I, for a second, when this cop got involved, he, he put a stop to it. I thought it was gonna be like, "Oh shoot, the cop play." The cop's <laughs> like, "Yeah, boy." But if he did that, twenty six people would have lived. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh man! All right, the next one, cock shying. Okay, listen, <laughs> listen. You are just messing with me, Cody. I, I swear to that. God, you, I am showing you this you, right now. You are looking at the article. I'm, it is called that. It is also known. It's masturbation, Courtney. I could have gone with, the other note is also known as cock throwing, <laughs> but I went with cock shying. <laughs> That's what it's called. <laughs> Why are all these sports named like after like anything you do to your penis? You guys are taking it there. Because. An eel is not named after your penis. Because. It looks dude, like something. <laughs> sometimes you, you want to emphasize what you'd rather be doing. <laughs> So you're like, yeah, you're playing this dumb sport where you are trying to grab an eel or you're trying to shoot a squirrel, but really, you'd just rather be home and just jerk one off and well, just feel and a little good about yourself. Well, and who were the creators of these games, most likely? Men. Men. Of course. Of course. So, I mean, I mean the listen, <laughs> I know that times have changed, and I know that a lot, I mean, history, culture, technology, everything's changed, but men will be men and in terms of doing dumb things and women yeah. would not be caught dead doing those well, dumb things that, that fact i remember a long time ago it's like it's just so true but like when hockey was around the first thing that men protected they created cups for themselves to protect their it took them like another 15 years or whatever to finally create a helmet yeah. to protect their head because well. that wasn't you know they weren't concerned about that they were concerned about their you know their well, genitals I mean, admittedly though it is a very vulnerable spot it is so very- is your head not as vulnerable. Not as vulnerable. <laughs> I'd rather get hit in the head than get hit in the balls, dude. I I don't listen, I haven't been hit in the balls since I was like a teenager. And I'm yeah. pretty sure that the older you get, the more devastating it is when you get <laughs> like I don't want to feel that pain ever again. Well well I'm- I will say this. I mean, on the topic of j ju- I got hit in the ball so hard, like my arms went numb. And I remember this one girl who was like messing with me and she was just like, she knew that she was like the hot girl in this PE class because yeah. it was a PE Thank class. You. And so she's just like, I was like, oh man, I can't feel anything in my left arm. And she took my arm and put it right on her boobs. And she's like, you can't feel anything still? And I'm like, no, that's how messed up I am. That's how messed up this whole situation is. Nice. <laughs> what? Yes. I uh, I went to a weird high school, I guess. <laughs> anyway, that, that happened, and I was com- that's how much it hurt. The last time I got hit, my arms went numb. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, sometimes I sit down wrong and put it in the wrong position. I yeah. land right on it. That was terrible. It's pretty bad. Pretty bad. I mean, I, I, hearing these stories, and especially after last week about the weights on the balls, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm glad I'm not a guy. I mean, actually, be... <laughs> 
I mean, be glad for the other reason that also women, I mean, some women do, I think, but not most women don't go around like punching each other in the genitals <laughs> or like flicking, you know, your boobs or yeah. something. Like men do dumb things like that. Women typically because don't. Because men are dumb. dumb. <laughs> I know, I know. But Have, somehow they rule the world. Yeah, well, you know. I don't know. <laughs> you never know. Uh, you know, the thing about oppression is it's whoever does it first, right? If, if you're the first one to do it, then you can do it for all of mankind. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always just go back to, uh, I forget what comedian it was, but he's just, you know, he took the saying, you know, behind every great man, there's a woman, but he extended it. Behind every great man is a woman rolling her eyes. Yes. <laughs> you know, because it's true. It's, it's true. Yeah. Um, okay. So back to cock throwing or cock shying. <laughs> Uh, this was practiced in England up until the 18th century. Oh, of course, England. Um, and again, humans just being humans, they would throw things at the rooster until they killed it. But they use weighted sticks called cockstells or cocksteels. Um, and uh, it was mainly practiced at pubs and they would do it just for the fun of it. Mm. Um, they would throw their cocksteels at the rooster and then people who were watching, they would bet on the outcome. Um, if the player hit the rooster without killing it, he was able to, he had to try to grab the bird before it recovered. And if he was successful in that, he would get to take the bird home with him. And eat it? I, what? I don't know. This uh, is England in the 18th century. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> All right. I mean. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, listen, this is, you know why this kind of thing is important though, man? It's because at that time, you know, this is like, have you guys watched Peaky Blinders? The... I've seen like one or two episodes. Yeah, I mean, this, it, you know, yeah. this is a tense time where there's a lot of gang activity. Yeah. You got the IRA in Ireland, and the whole government's trying to control the flow of guns in the country. I mean, it's a powder keg, and sometimes the only way to solve that kind of tension is, is by shining your a good cock throwing. It's, it's by it's by it's by shine. What is it? Shining your cock, right? <laughs> it's by shining your cock. Cock shine, and also playing this weird ass. Rooster game. <laughs> By the know. way, is the next game, I swear, is the next game going to be like, it, it, it's dick jiggering. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's a totally normal thing. It's played no, no. with rope I think, and... <laughs> I think you'll be able to get this one. It's pretty easy. The okay. next oh, one okay. is um, fox tossing. <laughs> that's Whoa. kind of... I mean, that's kind of in the same realm. Uh, well, so this is in the 17th and 18th centuries. It's for Europe's aristocracy. Mm-hmm. Um, so they would literally take a fox and throw it um it was played in pairs so you would have a team a um, thrower on catcher or what I mean, what is it um so what they would do is they'd have a sling on the ground the fox would be let loose uh once it ran over the sling both players would then grab a hold of the sling what? pull it back the- and then let the fox go <laughs> flying across dude, the way dude this is what yes the reported record for this was 25 <laughs> feet so the fox gets a running start it hits or it crosses over the a sling. hidden sling. Then two guys step out from behind a tree or something, and they're like, "Pull what? it and launch it!" This is like Dick Dastardly level, <laughs> like Acme Corporation traps. Uh, like, what is this? But I mean, it's just—I mean, it's it, yeah. So, if and if foxes weren't available, they did use other animals. So, what this was, this one was um, a famous fox tossing event in Dresden. Listen to this. Almost 700 foxes were used, over 500 hares, 34 badgers, 34 wild boars, 
21 oh. wild cats and three wolves in one game <laughs> at Dresden. That must have been the World Championships or the English Championships. <laughs> it, it, it's the English Fox Tossing Premier League. But, I mean, I guess what also would add to the, the thrill of the game is, you know, the animals most likely would attack you. So. Well, at least they have a chance, I guess. <laughs> I mean, the wolves, I mean, the wolves, I hope, are not taking shit from anybody. Yeah, I was just like, man, humans are just the worst. But yeah. If it's alive, we'll find a way to kill it. Yeah. Or drug it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys ever watch, like, a post-apocalyptic movie like Terminator, and you're like, yeah, we deserve this. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I mean, I'm watching this post-apocalyptic thing that we live in now, and I'm yeah. just like, we, we, deserve, we deserve it. it. We deserve, we deserve it. it. It was a long time coming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we had a good oh, run, dude. Dude, great, great show came out this this week. Um, you, you remember Bill Nye the Science Guy? I watched. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I watched the first few first, episodes. Yeah. It's it's literally a show made for our generation. It, like, it's it's Bill Nye the Science Guy yeah. for adults. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So they 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 try to do layman stuff for us for like yeah. 20, 30 year olds. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, I mean, at the start of the episode, they do the thing where they're like. Bill, 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 Bill. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, All right. So wait, can I can I just give you the last one? Oh yeah, there's one more. Just one more. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Because I think this is worth sharing, going along with what we've been going. What is it? Is it while flunking? Oh come (laughs) on! What the dude? I mean, look, look. One time is like a thing. Two times a coincidence. When you have an entire (laughs) spectrum of sports that sound like some guy (laughs) masturbating, like the the English are just trolling each other. Well, you're right. It's in England. (laughs) (laughs) So um, they think that it may have started over 400 years ago. It is still practiced in some remote places in England. I mean, I'll tell you one thing. Like, you know, know, what is it? Cock shining is practiced by all men (laughs) all over the world. From ancient times until now, it's an ancient sport. <laughs> yeah, it's a prestigious, right. honorable sport. That along with dwile <laughs> flunking. <laughs> oh, so in goodness. this game, it's more of a, I would say it's more of a drinking sport. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's played in pubs. Um, it involves two teams that try to throw a beer-soaked cloth, or this it's known as a dwile, at each other's heads. Um, in order to know who goes first, you toss a sugar beet. And then one player holds a pole with the dwile on it, and the other team has to dance in circles around him, which is called girding. And he has to hit one of the players with the dwile. This is totally a drinking game. I mean, oh my. even as I'm explaining it, like this is just oh ridiculous. If he misses, the player is called a swadger. <laughs> well, the and then the other team quickly. Oh, oh, you you missed the dwile, mate. It's a swadger. It's a swadger. So, and then while that happens, the other team forms a straight line and they have, the uh, swadger, I'm guessing, has to down a pot of beer before the dwile gets passed down the line from player to player. So. What's the penalty if you don't? Well, I don't know. It says that there is a point system, but obviously people are usually too drunk to know (laughs) what's going on. If you miss it, you become a lonky and then there's like a schmoogle you got to do the thing with. I think if we ever have a Ryan and Usher Dead event with our fans, we should play dwile Dwile, flunking. Dwile flunking. That would be our like thing to get people out or we can have an olympics Lovely. for all of these sports Lovely. there you go but i mean I, we can't use badgers yeah. and wild boars and we could roosters. use that's fine we could use stuffed animals and stuff like that be, be humane yeah yeah find a stuffed eel that's fine <laughs> hey round up the uh, round up the freshmen we're gonna use them <laughs> there you mm-hmm. go <laughs> well all right so um, on that note <laughs> i mean do you guys have anything that 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 covers our our sports by the way i mean for an episode about sports uh, again, we 
I mean, we, granted, we granted, hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Granted, I I have. I mean, I, we're gonna. I'm gonna save this one for sports too. But I have a great. Like this is like one of my favorite. I mean, listen, you guys know how much I love Edison Chen. Yes. <laughs> like Dude, I, you're like obsessed with I am that. obsessed with Edison Chen, and this is not. This is not Edison Chen level, like in terms of how long and crazy it is. But I'll say this: it's a short story, but it is as it's kind of crazy, like Edison Chen, like like for for like a short ten minute story on sports, it is like bananas. So I look forward to that, guys, in a couple of months when we can actually get Ryan in the room. Yeah. I want to look at Ryan's face. <laughs> you want to look at him Tell him this story. Yeah, I. <laughs> By the way, I gotta say this is this episode. It could be called sports, but it could also just be called dicks. <laughs> I swear. It certainly I, is. Because who would have thought that me talking about Matumbo's dick would pair so well with all of the dick sports you talked about? They're not dick sports, though. Yeah, You're making them dick sports. We, we can make an entire sport. dick Olympics out of what you covered today, Courtney. It's all dicks. Um, you know, I, I challenge you, Courtney, for every topic we cover. Just before <laughs> before you settle on like a really good topic you like, try to find the dick <laughs> version of that topic. How many have has there been? I she's feel like she's been I, pretty consistent. I'm not gonna lie, like she's. Well, the the um, the Pac-Man story wasn't dick related for the uh, video game yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So there's that one. Yeah. Um. What else? I mean, the the the, the thing about women's psychology. Was, yeah, that was that was about was women. About women, about so, women and poop. Not yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So there you go. You have your moments where you can find <laughs> something else. Yeah, but look, I just search stuff in Google and it comes up. Do you search penis in Google? No, I don't. I do not. That word it does not come out of my fingers when I'm typing. It did. So it what? just I, it just shows up in my searches. I mean, <laughs> that's even funnier. It, it finds me. I don't so, find it. Listen, uh, Google, you can't send unsolicited <laughs> dick pics to Courtney. You really should follow the golden rule. Only if she's sending you something yes, should you Google, send. Follow these rules. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. So, Ken, do you have anything you want to signal boost before we? Our show today. Oh yeah, I have a I have a new website where I'm starting to write again, and uh, it's called. Uh, I could give you the link. It's k e dash n dot net. It's like Ken Net. <laughs> Why why'd you put the dash in there? Uh, because Ken dot net was taken. Oh, that makes sense. So k e dash n dot net. Yeah, yeah. Re- first first set of stories are about uh just a walking trip in uh, Tokyo. Not for the nature stuff, mostly for uh nerd and collectibles nice. stuff yeah okay. like buying a camera cool man be on there soon go check it out courtney i got nothing what uh, bakery still uh we're taking orders we just don't have a okay. um, storefront so yet. please uh contact courtney for the french confection co <laughs> uh phone number uh 818-562-3384 they make great delicious cookies and Cookies, cakes, things. macarons, not macarons. Yeah. Um, different types of cookies. Cool. Um, I don't have anything to signal boost. I'll be going to San Luis Obispo this Thursday through Saturday for a state competition nice. for my research. Mm. So I'll be presenting my research. Break a leg, man. Weekend. Best yeah. of luck. Hopefully that goes well. Um, yeah, aside from that, that's, that's all I got. So uh, thank you guys for joining us for another episode of the show. Uh, we will be doing about, I want to say, two more episodes. Uh, we, we still need to decide when our last episode is. But essentially, yeah, we should have about 
uh, two more episodes. So uh, look forward to that. And then we will, once we end our season, we'll make all of our episodes available on YouTube. Eventually, pretty soon, we'll have our own um, stream, our RSS feed to iTunes and other places. So we will get all that sorted out in the summer. So uh, thank you for joining us. The song for today is uh, Rock Angel by Joaquim Karud. So uh, thank you for joining us, guys, and we will catch you next time. See ya. Bye.
Ryan and Usher Dead is made possible thanks to KDHR, the student-operated radio station of California State University, Dominguez Hills. For more information about KDHR, please visit www.kdhr.net. The intro song for this show is Space Ace by Blind. This music is made available thanks to Overclocked Remix. For more information, please visit ocremix.org.